Welcome to the Software People Stories. I'm Shiv. I'm Chitra. And I'm Gaiti. We bring you interesting untold stories of people associated with the creation or consumption of software-based solutions. You'll hear stories of what worked and sometimes what didn't. You will also hear very personal experiences and insights that would trigger your thoughts and inspire you to do even greater things. Welcome to this episode of the Software People Stories, Vasu. I would say welcome back. Thank you, Shiguru. Nice to be back. You are not new to Software People Stories and our audience also knows you. And this time, it's a slightly different format. We are saying we are running a series towards the end of the year when a lot of mm-hmm. us reflect on what happened in the past year and then what we can do next year, etc. I thought that it will be good for me, definitely, mm-hmm. to learn from people like you, where I've been observing you for a long time, we worked together, but some of the things that you're very strong at, which I've been trying to do, which I haven't been able to. So the question I have is about your observation and note taking. Okay. Mm-hmm. In the meetings, I've seen mm. you observe very minute details and you also make extensive notes. Mm. Yeah, so, actually... Yeah, that's correct. I, I, I'm a good observer. Taking notes actually is, I don't know how it started, but then, you know, uh, it has been pointed out to me that I'm a good ob- observer for a long time. And then, you know, then I, I started liking that. Then I do more of it. So if something is appreciated and then you like it, you tend to do more of it. So I don't know. I have this knack of remembering odd things. Like, you know, suddenly I remember what somebody said 20 years back at some place, which and things like that. So it's just something which I'm good at. Uh, it also helps me professionally because uh, in any meeting, when you're working with people, working with stakeholders, you're able to observe this and definitely it gives you extra input. You can actually leverage that or you know react to that. And uh, taking notes actually is, it has come because of uh, situations where you are there for the team and the team is not there. So you have to actually pass on the information and, you know, communication is very key. So people have to get what has been happening. So because of my observation uh, interest and as well as this need of, you know, passing on the information to the team so that they have the full information and they can react, I started doing it. So actually, I recollect that, you know, I was just going through my tape collection and then I played one tape. Then I I was so surprised that I had actually recorded a conference call in the 90s for my team because I used to have the conference call from my home late in the night I recorded it so that I can play back so that that urge to actually make sure that you pass on all the information to your team so that they are well equipped with the info and they can deal with it makes me make take good notes but one thing I should say at PM Power I think initially I used to think I am the best but now actually there are many more people who I think do better than me so maybe you should tap them also as part of this series so a few questions you know while you said that uh, it seems to be something that uh, unconsciously has been a strength for you what do you observe when you say observe normally 
whether it is about interacting with people or about surroundings or no, what all things do you observe or what catches your attention? Actually, I, it's slightly difficult to answer. I don't know. I Okay, I can say it like this. So I observe things which when I share, people are surprised or impressed. Examples? So for example, it may be then you know that the person is sensitive about it. Okay, then actually others are also absorbed. But when you bring it up, they say, yeah, what you say is true. Uh, but the thing is, what you have to understand is that your bandwidth is limited, you know, your brain processing power is limited. So I'm sure if I'm observing something, so I'm observing the, the emotion of that person in response to, to some statement being made or something be discussed. So I'm sure that there must be something else happening, which I miss out on. But the thing is, like, I have some way of filtering what is important, what is relevant. So that, so when you are discussing, you are very particular that you understand how others are reacting so that you can actually deal with it. So that way, you know, observing somebody's emotion, how they reacted is one thing. So things like this. Sometimes it could be just something in the surrounding, like how the arrangements have been made or, you know, some fun piece of furniture or some decoration. So it varies, actually. I, I mean, it's it's not conscious. So whatever happens, happens. So is this something that happens while you are there? Or is this something that you recollect later? So, uh, yeah, that's a good point. So basically, so I'll be jotting down some notes. And then many of the things I recollect uh, when I try to document that. And then uh, that's a very key point you bring up. So suppose I document the meeting, say, within 24 hours. So my notes will be good. More I delayed, the more I'll miss out. Unless, you know, like then I'll have only things which I really observed and which made an impression. But many things I'll forget. And many times, you know, I myself not able to decipher. When I'm making notes, it's very clear to me what I'm writing down. But if I delay converting them into notes or transcribing them, then I may not be able to uh, understand some of the things I myself wrote. So if you are taking notes again during the interactions or when you are there, or um, when you said you observe certain things, possibly things that are more interesting for you, how do you ensure that you are still engaged in the interaction and don't miss out on something while taking notes? Yeah, that's a very good point. So sometimes I, as I'm doing, I realize that, you know, I'm, I'm noting down something, I'm writing something and something what is being discussed is more important. So you, you have to be attentive and then, then you say, okay, fine, let me give a stop to this and pay attention to what is happening. So that you have to continuously be alert and do it. Sometimes you may miss out, but then, you know, you, you just have to take it as it comes. So are there any techniques that you use for taking notes? Are they full sentences, words, maybe pictures, a shorthand? I yeah, I like I try to keep it uh, short so that I can actually capture more capture more information. So I'll use my own abbreviations. I attend a lot of daily scrums. Okay, uh, what I'll do is I'll just write YTI and then I'll cross out. So in the early days, right, Y stands for what I did yesterday, T stands for today, I for impediment. So then later on, when I'm talking with the scrum master, I'll ask like, what do you think people, everybody did this? Did anybody miss out? So then just as an example, one or two, I'll bring up what about this person? So, so things like that. So simple abbreviation or simple, you know, shortening of words and things like that. And when you observe, supposing something 
say either is not very clear or you want to confirm whether your observation is right is there anything that you do to seek an affirmation or some feedback right there yeah definitely like uh, that's uh, part of my gen- i mean general meeting so if i hear something and then you know it is kind of out of place so i'll try to confirm at the right opportunity maybe at that time itself interrupt and ask uh, and then you know or you know try to get the confirmation later sometimes i may think it's not very important then i will actually make a note and check with others who may be participating along with me in meeting from pm power what do you think of that so like that so if it is very important i think it's critical then i'll straight away ask person okay so does your style or approach techniques whatever you use change based on either the meeting or the people in the meeting it may vary depending on see for example if you are meeting with clients and customers you will be more alert observing as a coach then you will be at a different level so yeah it varies but uh, i don't say I, i i cannot say like whether i adopt anything specific for something no what about uh, nowadays when many of these meetings are remote and quite a few people are not very comfortable switching on their videos also so has this made the task of observation either definitely tougher i would assume maybe less accurate or have you figured out some ways of uh, still capturing these alien aspects no actually i don't see any difference because the voice is a giveaway i mean you have emotions in the voice also and then uh, what happens is like if the person is on video definitely you can see more but if it's only voice then you you only process the voice of course like if he is grimacing you don't know but uh, you know you tend to get the emotions in the voice also yeah but that for face to face meetings also nowadays like is many people wear masks so you can't see <laughs> yeah right <laughs> yeah it is more the context and then you know also see one of the other things is uh, which is a problem is like you have a bias or you have a initial condition so i may be going to a meeting and even if i try to be unbiased or not make an initial impression i may feel okay this particular person is not agile supporter so i may have an impression like that because you have that impression you tend to you know magnify the things which are going or which which actually support that view and things like that that also happens but then you know you have to be watchful of it yeah the confirmation bias so this is interesting when you say you have to be watchful of it are there any techniques that one can learn or follow to be more watchful or be more observant i don't cannot see of any technique but then you know you just uh, like having a sense of purpose or the outcome of that meeting like why are you there so that helps actually so then you know you can actually focus on observations which are relevant to the outcome of the meeting and f- not focus on things which are not relevant so that's what so basically like periodically remind remind yourself you're in this meeting and why are you in this meeting so that kind of helps to see that you know you you focus on the right things see one thing which has happened to me which is why this question think that when you share some observation let's say it may be about the posture that some some person was uh, taking in a meeting which might appear either the person was not engaged or maybe taking it a little casual or something like that but when i share that with that person after the meeting sometimes they don't like it have you had any such things or how do you 
I mean, this is not even as a feedback saying I observed this, I found it amusing or I found something interesting. So I'm just sharing it again only with that person. Still, it's not received always okay, positively or uh, Yeah, see, that's a different thing. See, you observe and then you take that for you to process. So going and sharing that feedback with others, then I think, you know, it's a normal thing. You have to have a rapport. You have to like do simple things like ask before tell. For example, if if you're in a professional situation, like you're a coach and then, you know, you're giving feedback to the scrum master product owner, then you have to do it, right? And then one example is like, see, I was... uh, I just asked one person, like, when does the her day start? Okay. So, because I was having a meeting with her at 10, it was a daily scrum. So she's, I wanted to know what time the, I was new working newly with this organization. I wanted to know what time does the organization start working? So like, it's like, uh, it was told that it's at 10. Then, you know, before that, something else is there. Then the end casually said, is there any, any, feedback or tips you have for me so i said so i assume that the person is scrum master for two teams new scrum master so i said one of the things i would do is prepare for every meeting so this was like a generic input and then considering a new scrum master normally scrum master said too many meetings i said then actually the person was slightly offended said like I prepare everything the previous night. So for all my meetings. But the thing is, I just went by over 10, 10 o'clock is the meeting, 9.30 is the other scrum, and then you get started at then. So then I realized that I didn't, uh, I just assumed. So so things like that, better to ask. And then when asking, you may want to give a feedback, you ask based on the mood of the person, tone of the person, you know, okay, this is not the right time to share it. And then you keep it for some time, some other time. Yeah, once in a while, you know, you you learn, right? You share and you know the person did not like, you have to figure out why he didn't like and then see that next time you do it in a different way. At the start of this conversation, you mentioned that uh, there are some more people who are also very good observers. Are there some of their techniques or their styles that you like or you appreciate? If you can share what else people can explore to become good observers. Basically, see, I have not uh, engaged with them when they were observing, but uh, uh, like people who were being observed have shared this feedback. So I can mention names. So one is Guru, right? So one thing uh, which Vishu mentioned is that, so his notes were in different colors. So different color for different kinds of things. So I've not seen the notes, but so that's something good. Okay, other thing is like we have KP who makes notes for every meeting. So fairly, so he, so he also does like this lot of conversation happens. We have Harte and all that sometimes at the beginning, sometimes in the middle, but then he captures the essence and then makes a note of it. So this other, I think like I, I feel that many people who are consultants and all, they tend to have good observation skills. I mean, it's a necessity I feel for them. One question that I have is that I also tend to take notes, but then I am very inconsistent in terms of the medium that I use. Sometimes it may be in a notebook, sometimes online, sometimes maybe even slips of paper. If I notice something, I just want to note it down. But then I don't go back and refer to most of it. See, some things which I want to explore more, like somebody mentions a book or I hear a new term. 
which there was no opportunity to get a clarification during that session or at that time. I noted down and tried to look at it. And after that, I don't even revisit it. So when it comes to maintaining notes, do you have any tips in terms of what medium works or whether any of these tools you know, that help in just note taking? Uh, have you used any of them or for indexing yeah. or searching and things later? Actually, I don't. Uh, I don't tend to search my notes that much. So the notes have some, you know, you can say some usefulness period. So uh, it's better if I transcribe it. If I don't transcribe it, then it's very rare that I'll go back and look at it. Sometimes I may use a different color ink and and you know put some stars or circle some things which you know are very important. So yeah, it varies. So sometimes I also don't refer to my notes. So the best is you transcribe it, then you process it once more. You get value if you process it once more. If you are not processing either by not looking at it or anything, then I don't think, I mean, it's it just was uh, was maybe it provided you some, some kind of a, you know, reinforcement when you're in the meeting because you noted down, maybe you remember it or something like that. Uh, and uh, one, one, tool I like, especially when working with multiple teams in multiple roles, like especially in coaching, is OneNote. So OneNote actually is very nice. You know, you, you can actually keep, uh, like, for example, you can open one tab. Within that, you can have different pages, one for daily Scrum, one for interaction with Scrum Master, one for interactions with uh, product owner and things like that. So they're also like, sometimes I try to make note directly in the OneNote. Uh, but then, you know, uh, that's that, that I used to do more when, you know, I used to participate in regular office, like when I used to physically go to the office. But when you are doing uh, online, I try to make notes and then immediately try to move things there. Okay, that's uh, then again, I know sometimes I think uh, maybe I can ask you this question also of connecting two monitors and then, you know, having something there and something here like for example ms teams one of the challenges we faced is that uh, when you're presenting you just get the screen and nothing else so you normally in zoom you have you have the option of having the participant list on one side mm -hmm. and anybody speaking will get highlighted or you know but that is totally lost so the like, first time we i used ms teams and presented it was like very unnerving so then I had to take help of other colleagues and ask them who is speaking and things like that. So maybe if you have two screens and if it is possible, then I can watch in one and make notes in other. I don't know whether you have attempted. Yeah, since you asked, I have also been uh, finding a little disorienting in some of these meet uh, meeting platforms. But at least with Teams, there are uh, a couple of options. It, that first one is not just for teams. If you are okay with a, a smaller area on the screen, you can split your screen and then have two windows you know, side by side. You can dock them. Mm -hmm. uh, when you just drag that window and then it can snap. I can show you later on if uh, you want. Uh, that is one way. But no, that you can. Now, that is. I know that actually. I I had a utility. Then now I know that Windows itself does it. Yeah. But the problem is you are presenting. Yeah. So for presentations, uh, even when you are doing it in person, there is a mode called presenter mode. You know, which mm -hmm. shows you yeah, not only the current yeah. slide uh, notes but and the next, next slide. slide yeah, yeah. So now, if you are using Teams, 
from your PowerPoint, now, it depends on the version. See if you are getting an option which says present in Teams. Okay. So rather than launching from Teams or sharing a screen, Mm-hmm. Go to PowerPoint and say present in Teams. Then it gives mm-hmm. you the presenter view as well as all the participants. Okay, that's good. That. That's a good thing to know. I'll give it a yeah. try. Yeah. So that's something that I have found uh, useful. Now, one last question. Mm-hmm. Uh, going back to this observation and Teams, does it make a difference when you have a culturally diverse participation members, which could be across geographies and so on? And any anything that we need to be aware of? Any tips for that? Yeah, if it is culturally diverse, then you know you are kind of prepped for it. You know, you you know that you have to observe more. You will be seeing things which you may not have seen, so you become more alert. So that's all I think happens with me. I become more alert, and I am open to uh, watching or you know possibility of observing things which I may not have seen. So you have to be more. You have to be slightly alerter than normal. Okay, yeah. So thanks, Vasu. That definitely gives me some new things to you know, learn and practice for the coming year. And I'm sure our listeners also would have some takeaways, and they'll find next year more productive and yeah, I'm, be more observant. I'm, yeah. I'm not sure whether you know there are any takeaways. I just sharing what I do naturally, and I think everybody is doing things like this naturally. Is what I think. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, thanks, you Guru. Thanks for the sharing chat. stories of people and how each one has been doing, and that has been triggers for inspiration for many others. Thanks, Guru. We thank Siddharth for the music and Anita for promoting the software people stories. If you like this episode. Please subscribe on your favorite podcast client and spread the word in your network. If you'd like to share your story, contact us at podcast at pm-powerconsulting.com.